In this week's episode, we talk about the death of an icon and what he meant to everyone. The Christmas season will soon be here. We'll tell you what you can look forward to. It's basically the same as before. Once again, we're talking about the chalk walk. Looks like they are not getting the numbers that they hoped for. I'm sure the freeloaders don't care. Also, Marvel at the D23 Expo, Andor, Disney Plus News, and more on this ad-supported episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Welcome to Mouse Power, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. Breaking news into Sports Center. Over the last five minutes, the Los Angeles Dodgers have confirmed the longtime voice of the team, Vin Scully, to generations the voice of baseball, has passed away at the age of 94. The Dodgers moved to Los Angeles in 1958. It felt like Vin was right there with them. He was the voice of the Dodgers for 67 years before retiring in 2016. The voice of baseball to many, Vin Scully. Joined the Dodgers organization in 1950 when they were still the Brooklyn Dodgers. It's a little kismet tonight that the Giants are playing the Dodgers, right? Those two New York mm-hmm. squads. He would stay with them for the next 67 years. He called 25 World Series, was the youngest ever to call the World Series when he was 25 years old. He was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1982, was eventually awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the Ford C. Frick Award, which is a gigantic honor for any baseball man. And Vin Scully, as Jeremy Schaap, Tommy Lasorda, and others said, exuded that for all of his 94 years. Well, it was a sad day in baseball there, Dan. Yeah. So, on Tuesday, August 2nd, Vin Scully passed away. He was 94 years old. And being a um, longtime Dodger fan, that's all I heard growing up. Now, um, Dan over there is an Angel fan. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, who- yeah, but re- remember, I, I grew up in a house that watched both. 
Okay. So I gravitated more towards the Angels, but I, my family was always watching Dodger games too. So I, I watched or I listened to Vince Scully call a lot, including the '88, you know, World Series, of course. So that's the very that's the very first thing I played when that was the Kurt Gibson home run from Game One of the 1988 World Series, and. <laughs> I I remember that day. I remember. I remember that clearly. Remember, yeah, honestly, I remember that too. I remember where I was at because I wasn't happy. Uh-huh. I was not happy that day because you know, being a Dodger fan, Dodgers are in the World Series. Everyone's home watching it on TV, and I am at a band competition. <laughs> band nerd, <laughs> exactly. Band competition. I don't remember where it was. I'm thinking Rubolo. But I, I I remember that I was so, you know, I, I want to watch the game. So I actually had a transistor radio, and uh, I was listening to it. And when I heard the home run, oh, my God, I was screaming in the stands, and no one knew why. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember that day uh, clearly. But, uh, yeah, um on Tuesday, as um, they said on uh, on the ESPN uh, clip I played, they were playing the Giants, and I was actually listening to that game on the radio because I was going here, going there. So I was listening to the game on the radio, and then Rick Monday came up, came on, and announced the passing of Vin Scully. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, just, you know, wasn't, you know, didn't know anything was wrong or he was sick or anything. But later on that day, when I was watching, uh, you know, um, the Dodger game at home, and then they're talking to people. They talked to uh, Earl Hershiser, who said that he knew Vin was sick. You know, everyone who was close to Vin knew that he was sick. But of course, you know, they don't they don't tell anyone. They don't want anyone to know he's sick and stuff like that. So, you know, when I hear when I heard he passed, I was just like, you know, really sad considering. You know, growing up, listening to the Dodger games on the radio and on TV and having so many, you know, different memories of, like, going to my grandma's house and I would be there. Or when I get there, my grandfather's watching the Dodger game. And so I'd sit down and watch the game with him and, you know, just different things like that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy how someone that we don't know never met who don't you know uh, Vin doesn't know me or anyone else you know that all felt the same it was really really sad to hear of his passing yeah my grandpa was uh, a really big Dodgers fan so that's that's how I got started watching both my dad is an Angels fan and my grandpa spent a lot of time over there uh, was a Dodgers fan so we're, when we were over there you know in the summertime or during baseball season, the games would always be on. And Angel game at my house, and my mom, you know, by proxy, is a Dodger fan too. So I, I grew up watching both. Heard a lot of those calls uh, that he made. Um, you know, one, one of the few to do it by himself, you know, which is unheard of. Like he can he can call a whole game by himself. That's amazing, you know, to begin with. But um, yeah, to think about it, like sixty-seven years, the same thing. So that's literally. 
our, our whole life. Right, right. Literally our whole life. Yeah, since we started watching games as a kid or whenever you, know, you started watching baseball. Um, up until 16, 2016? Yeah, something like that. 2016. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, no one, you know, they know he's sick, but he's also 94. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, it's sad, it's sad, but it's like, oh, man, I'm four years old, like, okay. Definitely the whole life, and, you know, I think did more than anyone, not that anyone thought that he could, but, like, that's a long time. Right. Do something for 67 years is really a long time, and that just shows you have a passion for it. If you're doing it, you know, for that long, because he could have retired long before that. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, um, right. you know, so after he passed away, I'm watching all the stuff on, you know, Sportsnet LA about Van, and you know, they're just playing all the stuff about him, and they're talking about his his retirement. He decided he was going to retire in 2016, and he called the very last Dodger game. Um, at Dodger Stadium where they won the division, which was oh. awesome. So he said that, you know, he was going to retire. That was going to be his last game. But then he decided that that was his last game at Dodger Stadium. But he said he had to go to <laughs> San Francisco and he'll do his last game there, the official last game ever in, in San Francisco. So that was kind of cool. And, um, even though, um, you know, we don't like the Giants and Giants don't like us, they still respect, they respected him. And, you know, they he, uh, they put, a, I think they put a thing up on the board on the, you know, the, the screen up there with Vin and everyone's cheering. So I think that's pretty cool. And then um, when he passed away on Tuesday, like I said, he was playing the, they were playing the Giants and they put the thing on, on the big screen. After the game, right? Yeah. That's what I heard. Like they didn't. I heard they didn't tell the players right. or anything during the game. It, the the picture with the years went up after the game was over, and that's how a lot of them found out because they didn't want to, you know, interrupt the game or you know get them, I guess, kind of down. Right. You know, change the mood because you know it's it, that's what they're playing, so they want to change it. Right? It's crazy that um, you know, listen to the radio, and then later on, uh, Rick Monday says that you know he's there broadcasting the game, and uh, someone came in to tell them, and um, that's when he decided to let the fans know that you know he just passed away. So, um, and it, it's. <laughs> I'm watching after the game, watching Sportsnet LA, and then, you know they do the recap and everything. And you know, after the game, they always go, "Okay, this is what happened to today's game." Blah 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 blah. Well, after the game was all a whole tribute to Vin, and then they uh, Oro was off that day because he usually announces the games. But he was off, and then they went to him uh, uh, calling in, or maybe he was on the on video or something. And and you can uh, yeah, he was on video, and you can see how you know, emotional he was about it. And it's like the the players and the people who are were like really close to him how you know just their the, the emotions that you see in their faces and Rick Monday was, you know, letting people know, you know, he announced it and you can hear in his voice the sadness. But then when you when I'm watching the Sportnet LA 
and the younger people who don't just it's like they really don't know Vin. They don't you know they're not in that you know little uh, circle that you're just able to talk about it without the emotions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. Just something I I noticed that you know Oro's over here trying to talk without choking up, and Rick's doing the same thing. But then you have the other you know announcers, broadcasters, whatever, just like talking about it like. Just another person. I don't know. I got choked up. I was like, "Oh my god!" Because, like I say, you know, when you're well, those those two guys, it's expecting you're talking about two players, two former players who won championships with the Dodgers when he was calling the game. So. Right. Makes sense. So yeah, just you know, very emotional day. Um, very very sad and everything. So a lot of memories. A lot of people have memories. A lot of people talk about um, the way he tells a story through the game <laughs> and how he was able to tell his story, tell the count, <laughs> keep on with the story, foul ball, and just keep going with the story and builds and builds and builds. And, and then, you know, just everyone's like, oh, this is a cool story. Um, you know, people will say he was the voice of the Dodgers, but many will say he was, he was the voice of baseball itself. And, um, uh, that's the quote here. I don't know who said it. Basically, it said, Vin took us through his personal window uh, through the game. So, it's a way to see it. We can see it through his eyes and how he sees the game. And just, you know, hey, he was <laughs> he was there in Brooklyn Dodger days. <laughs> that's just the crazy part. You know, seeing, you know, being there and, and seeing, like, Frankie Robinson and I mean, Jackie Robinson and, and seeing all the different accomplishments that all these players made, no hitters and perfect games. And, oh, my God, just a lot of history he was involved in, not just seeing it, but calling it. And I think that, you know, that's just really awesome. Yeah, long time. It's crazy. Fun fact, uh, Scully from the X-Files is named after him. Oh. That's, what, that's a tribute to him. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on with uh, another sad, sad uh, story, another sad passing. Um, and that's uh, Pat Carroll, the voice of Ursula. She yeah. she passed away on July 30th. Oh, and... Um, it says here that she was an American actress and comedian. She was known for voicing Ursula in the, Little, in the Little Mermaid, as well as having a long acting career, including appearances in CBS's The Danny Thomas Show, ABC's Laverne and Shirley, and NBC's ER. I guess all the uh, networks had to get their credit. <laughs> um, so uh, it says Carol was an Emmy, Drama Desk, and Grammy Award winner. Oh, Grammy Award winner. I think that was for a Little Mermaid thing. As well as a Tony Award nominee. And, uh, hey, just like Vince Scully, dude, she uh, had a nice long life, and she uh, was uh, 95 when she passed away. Yeah, that was dirty, man. That's my birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you yeah. enjoy thirty something. Oh, I'm out thirty. Oh, okay. So yeah, another passing here, and along with a few others, and 
just crazy. Just, uh, you know what? It's like every year. There's always uh, all these passings going down, people, you know, dying. Yeah, but another one that lived to 95, 96 years old, or 95 years old. Right, right. Uh, long life, man. It's long a- life, long career. Yep, long is she life. A Disney, is she a Disney legend? I'm not sure right now. I think it, uh, it's probably coming. If she's not, it's probably coming. Because that's, that's an iconic portrayal of the character. I'm going to um, see if I can look it up. I am not sure right now, but um, if she's not, it's coming. Right, right. I just typed in digital Disney legend Pat Carroll, but they're just saying uh, headlines. Well, I think they, yeah, people call. Yeah, you know, all kind of like oh Disney legend because of whatever, but like the official Disney legend, right? right. Uh, you know, it's, um, I, I'm on the D23, so I'll check it out while you go to the next thing we're talking about. All right, so um, a little bit of uh, happier news. Um, we talked about this last time, and that was about the Choco Taco. Well, I guess yeah. it's coming back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ooh. Choco Taco will be coming back. I guess, uh, um, I guess everybody was like, hey, that's my Choco Taco. And it says the Choco Taco's not quite dead yet. So I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess to see what it says that, um, I guess it was, it's going to be coming back as a, um, seasonal item, I guess, something like that. That's what I heard. So um, we can now uh, rejoice and sing in the streets that the Choco Taco will be coming back. And um, we don't know when yet, but um, it'll be coming back. So I'm pretty sure all you Choco Taco fans are happy about that. It's funny how um, something like that with with, uh, news is that they're going to discontinue it. And then the fans do a big old uproar. They probably did like a petition or something like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. got the change.org. <laughs> I got the Choco Taco to come back. I'm just skimming through this article. Yeah. It doesn't say when. They said they don't have a timeline on when it's coming back. But um, hey, keep an eye out for that and let everyone know. Exactly when you can get your Choco Taco again. Hey, I, I saw somewhere that um somebody was trying to sell them for like 500 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of those, like, I know no low ballers. I know what I got. Uh-huh. I was like, what the hell? Choco Taco. So I, I looked in the D23 list, and she is not a Disney legend. Okay. So I assume within well, the next D23. That will change. Right. 
All right. So um, we're happy for Choco Taco. And um, I think everyone's happy because uh, Christmas is coming. Today is August uh, 11th, and it's time for Christmas. <laughs> so Disneyland Resort announced the return of the holiday season that's will, that will start on November 11th and go through January 8th, 2023, in case you guys didn't know it was going to be 2023. And um, let's see what we're going to have. We're going to have the holiday uh, decor, 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 whatever you want to call it. And it's a small world holiday. Hey, don't forget we'll have Disney Viva Navidad. I can't yep. wait for that. I love Viva Navidad. It's one of my favorite shows. I think we can go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? You know, the parks are going to be all decorated in Christmas and downtown Disney and the hotels and all that kind of stuff. We'll, we will be having World of Color Seasons of Light this Christmas season. What else is going on? Disney Festival Holidays, aka Festival of Fatness. There will be a yeah. sip, <laughs> there will be a sip and savor pass, and uh, different booths for all that stuff. Let's see, including uh, uh oh, I don't know what else. I started jumping ahead. So yeah, yeah, the Festival of Holidays. And uh, different concerts going on over there at the Palisade Stage in the Paradise Garden Park. The Jolly lineup of holiday entertainment includes or con- continues with Mickey's Happy Holidays, a possess- procession of Disney and Pixar characters dancing and marching along the upbeat rhythm of the holiday toy drummers. Uh, one, like I mentioned, uh, Viva Navidad, Sweet Street Party. So this is all California Adventures. Uh, returning this year to Paradise Garden Park, you may choose to visit with uh, Maribel from um, Encanto, and Santa Claus will be uh, over there at the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. And I believe he's going to be having cookies over there that you can buy and decorate. What did you say about the Mickey procession? I didn't catch that. It's gonna be like like a little parade, like um, like uh, like the Toy Story parade, you know, just mm-hmm. going up and down the parade route in, in California Adventure. Like, cool. Yeah, um, sounds good. It's, uh, cool. It's those are always cool. Those are little underrated shows. It's a little, only like a little two, two, three minute song, but yeah, they're pretty cool. A TikTok event for you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, little, little couple thousand views on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What else going on? We have um, all the decorations, of course, in Cars Land. Well, with Luigi's Joy to the World and Mater's uh, Jingo Jamboree going on. I mean, this, we're going to hop on over to Disneyland Park where more and more decorations. Sleeping Beauty's Winter Castle will enchant from. Um, day to night with shimmering icicles and twinkling lights. In town squares, you in town square you may encounter favorite Disney characters in their finest holiday attire, and some will be debuting in all new outfits. Oh, some are gonna get some new outfits. 
And uh, let's see, Anna, Elsa, and Olaf from Frozen will uh, be along Mickey, uh, Minnie, Santa, and many others in this, uh, as they celebrate uh, the season in a Christmas fantasy parade. I always like that parade. Yeah, that was a good parade. All right, then we're going to have Believe in Holiday Magic Fireworks. Yay, with the magical snowfall and color projections on Main Street, USA. And on the facade of Small World. Families will also be able to dance along with characters. This is for you, uh, Dan. Goofy, Pluto, Chippendale, and other during nightly holiday dance parties at the Tomorrowland Terrence. Yeah, you know you got it. <laughs> uh, okay, once again, uh, it's a small world holidays coming back, and of course, um, Haunted Mansion holiday over there in Haunted Mansion. Yeah, actually, like next week, this weekend, this weekend, I think is the last weekend for Haunted Mansion before they start doing the uh, the layover. I think it's the thirteenth. Through yes. Yeah. So I think Saturday or Sunday, I think, is the last day for the Holiday Mansion before it closes for uh, the refurb. Not the refurb, the layover. So everybody better get over there before they close it, for, and then it will be open on uh, November 11th. Yeah. Have you really ever thought that, like, I saw somebody say this, that, like, it's there until it opens in September, and it's there until January. And then it closes again to take off the makeover. And then it opens again in like February sometime. And then it closes in August. And literally, like, it's, it's, it's almost time over for Christmas as long as it's the normal one. <laughs> I never really thought about that. But if you never thought about that, it's true. Mm, yeah, sometimes I was like, I would think about that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a bummer that, like, for Halloween, it's not the normal one for Halloween, but. Yeah, I understand why because it's the mashup of the two. But then, if you really kind of true, the movie the movie starts the day after Halloween, so maybe just made it over quicker. All right, let's see what else. Uh, downtown Disney District. Going to have uh, let's see what else they're going to have. Discovered. Uh, dazzling the decor and photo opportunities, festive musical entertainment, and special offerings from the shops and restaurants. Um, uh, the, all three hotels will uh, display beautifully themed Christmas trees, uh, feature performances of, uh, oh, they're going to have some carolers, and Santa's going to be there too. That guy gets around, you know. Have you ever gone and seen the carolers or anything at uh, Grand California? Huh? Have you ever seen the carolers at Grand California? I've seen some down in uh, downtown Disney. Uh, I've, I've, always, I've seen the ones in uh, Grand California. And then, of course, the Christmas tree is there. And then they always have the gingerbread house. Right. So that's always worth checking out. And that's about it we have for the information they gave us. Uh, it's nothing new. Same thing every Christmas season. And um, 
Once again, it starts on November 11th. And we'll go through January 8th, 2023, in case you needed to know. <laughs> Always long enough to get the passes that were blacked out or people still on Christmas vacation. Always long enough. Open everything long enough to take care of that. Right. And then mansion is usually another week past that. It's at least a few days. It doesn't normally else ends mansion is all that and then small world is like a couple of weeks longer than that. The small world gets to the point where it's almost open a month after. It's like late January but it's on the Yeah. Actually turned up there. Well that's because, you know, there's not only that one uh, team. I lost my uh, thought. What's it called? What they're called? They're called. They're called. They're called a team. Resort. Um, resort. Resort. Enhancement team. They're the ones that do the overlays. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So since like doing, one team, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. So once Haunted Mansion's done, then they do the Small World. That's how that works at the end. Did you see that the Pluto thing's coming back for Halloween too? Yeah, yeah, I was going to mention that. That um, what's it called? Pluto's Adventures uh, through Pl- Disney or Downtown Disney? Some, something. It's in Downtown Disney. Right. So they did that last year, yeah. where you can find Pluto's kind of like the Easter egg hunt, and um, um, they're doing that again this year. I forgot what it's called. Pluto's Adventures. It's some pumpkin something. I, I did it. I did it last year. Um, Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit. That's what. Oh. Yeah, Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit. There you go. So Sounds there's a familiar. bunch of different pumpkins, like like the eggs, hidden in downtown Disney. And um, the cool thing about this, where the egg, well, you know, I did the egg hunt every year. So um, the prize for the pumpkin pursuit is last year. I think was the first year to get it. Uh, a tumbler. That's what it actually is. It's a tumbler. So, which is kind of cool because it's 10 bucks. I think it's 10 bucks to actually do it like the egg hunt, but where, like, you're just buying that little collectible egg, which is, you know, only a few inches tall. Like, it's a whole, you're actually buying a tumbler, is what you're doing, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It's like the ones they uh, do the hot chocolate in. Uh-huh. Like, when you get the, um, when you order the hot chocolate from one of the stands inside the park and it comes with a little souvenir cup. Yeah. That's what it is. So. And that's kind of cool. So, and they have different designs, too, so everybody can get a different one. And uh, do you know when that's starting? Uh, September 9th? Yeah, okay, September 9th. So when Halloween starts? And it goes through uh, sometime around then. Yeah, I think so, actually, because I think it's after later then. And then let's see if it goes. It's nine ninety nine. And then, oh, this one, wait, give me this one. Um, they're showing little, like, like, remember those old school um, candy pumpkin, or not candy pumpkin, the pumpkins, the, the plastic pumpkins we used to put our candy in? Yeah. With a little handle on it. That's what they're showing in the picture. I'm not sure if that's what they're giving you or not. It just has a prize, and that's the picture, so I'm not sure. 
the tumbler was cool. I mean, this is cute, but like, I think the tumbler's cooler. I'm still doing it, but still. <laughs> but yeah, nine ninety nine goes through um, November sixth, September 9th to November sixth. Well, there you go. Hey, did you know that um, Finding Nemo's open? <laughs> Is it? That's crazy. Did you know people literally waited 15 minutes to do that? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I still haven't done it because it was thinking about <laughs> not, not right. I like that right. It's all right. It's not worth thinking about <laughs> No. All right. So, um, yeah, Christmas time. Uh Pluto and his pumpkins time. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Um, I, I think this is um, going to be a quick episode. I think so, because we're almost like halfway. So uh, <laughs> let, let's uh, let's talk about what we were talking about last time, and that's not Choco Tacos, but Chalk Walk. They, uh, yeah. they had extended the days. They had extended the days. Two weeks. Yeah, Two so, weeks so to get the, you, yeah. You had a certain, level. you had a, a deadline to raise uh, for the chalk walk, and then they extended it to, um, is August 20th now? Mm-hmm. So now you have until August 20th to raise your $250 to go to the chalk walk. No, only 200 now. Only 200 oh, now. See, they I'm, lowered it too. I, I'm, I'm still on the old webpage. So yeah, now it's only two hundred. It was two hundred fifty dollars to raise. Now they dropped it to to uh, two hundred. See, so, yeah, you know what? I was on the old page, and then right now I just hit refreshed, and it turned to two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so your deadline is uh, August twentieth. Uh, you only have to raise two hundred dollars to go to the Chalk uh, Adventure in the Park. That is Saturday, August twenty seventh. Um, and last time we we're talking about uh, the people who are just trying to have other people raise their money so they can go to this party without actually walking or doing anything like that. So, hey, Dan, weren't you, weren't, weren't you <laughs> no, going to do that? <laughs> yeah, I had thought about it because they had lowered the amount, and the way that it works is that you have to put the fifty dollar donation down still. So, really, you only have to raise one hundred and fifty dollars. So, I thought. I could get people to help me out in raising 150 bucks. And then I talked to my brother and I was like, what do you think about this? He had to think about it and he came back and said, the problem that we have with it, <laughs> he's had the same problem. <laughs> well, he, he couldn't get past it. I just was like, look, what this actually means is what we've talked about before. They're having trouble filling the park. That's what this means. Yeah. They're having trouble having people actually do this because they get donations from corporations. So it isn't the money. They, they've made their money. At this point, I just see this season trying to break even with their cost for operating in the park for an after dark party. There's no one that, like, I like, that's, that's it. Yes, money's going to check, but you got a bunch of people like corporate Chick-fil-A, KTLA, Toyota of Orleans, like um, different credit unions and some other places have all donated money to them already. You know, for this year's walk. You're just not getting the same amount of people you're getting when it was 80 to to $100. Yeah. 
it. Bottom line, I think this is a 30th anniversary thing, but I don't know that they're going to do this again because I don't think it was that the way that they wanted to. I got an email today. Today. It says, saving you a spot, Dan. There's nine days left to register your fundraising. Because I've done, I get emails from them because I've done it before. Right. But literally telling me, we're saving you a spot. Remember when we first talked about this, we said, oh, it's not going to be, um, we were wondering if it was going to be capped because, like, the normal chalk walk is ridiculous. Yeah. The amount of people that do it, this just isn't there. It's not. I don't know anybody that's done chalk walk, even with me before, that's doing it this year. Because it's such a difference in the way that it's done. And, you know, my brother still felt kind of guilty about, like, I'm basically asking people to pay to me to go to the park. Right. That's how he viewed it. When I, I, I was telling him, well, no, it means that Chuck's having trouble raising money. And I've, I've supported Chuck. Yeah, I would get a trip to the park, but I'm still raising money for Chuck. Because I was going to give the 50 bucks anyway. Like, I wasn't, I really was going to push to be like, give me the 150, I'll pay the 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, he just decided, I, I can't get past that. I, I can't do it. I said, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing it. So, that's it. He took the hard line, and I respect that. I was going to do it. Yeah, I'll do it. But he was like, I can't. I can't get that split. It means morally. Like, okay. Not a problem. So, no, I won't be doing the shot ball. But that other person is still trying to get money. <laughs> or to get more people to do it. Actually, it is what it is. To get more people to actually do it. Uh-huh. They're still trying. So, um, I think that, you know, people like to do the walk because they get to walk in the parks and do all that, you know, take the pictures and it's more of an event than going to a park and riding rides and, you know, doing just regular stuff. Yeah. Part of it I told you was the, um, the inspiration of it all. Watching people, you're not going to see that this year because you're just going on rides. Part of it was the fact that you got to walk in some behind the scenes areas. So I've walked, um, when I've done previous shock walks, um, I've walked back where the, um, where they repair some of the ride vehicles back over there where the trains sit uh, back behind small world in that area. Back, I've walked back over there. Um, I've been behind uh, state mountain, like where that is and come out on the other end because they're, they're laying out, uh, a path where they can clear out the park as quickly as possible to get everybody out of Disneyland to go, you know, because you walk in Disneyland and then you, you cross over the Esplanade into DCA. And so they filter you out real quick so they can get everything cleaned up to open the park for the normal day guest. That's how it actually works. So, yeah, getting to walk behind the scenes is, is always kind of cool. And then they always had, and mind you, this is all before the after dark parties, mm-hmm. characters that are kind of rarely seen. You know, but, you know, the two... Um, Honest John and um, what's the other guy's name? The cat from Pinocchio. Like oh, those yeah. two are out. The raccoon, the raccoon from Pocahontas. Pocahontas herself. A little bit rare character, you okay. know. Or you get all the princesses riding on the carousel. You get to see them riding the carousel. Oh, like, cool. you know, stuff like that. It, it, it sometimes the floats. So they have a float out from the parade. It's a little different. So uh, people were into that too. It was always a like, well, you get to, It's kind of cool to, to walk before it's actually open. You know, and they have some of the rides just going. Like, you know, the rockets are just going. Or the carousel's just going. Dumbo's just going. 
it, that's not cool. You know, teacups just going. It, it's cool to, to do, but it's a little bit of magic to it that, that, that's not there this year. So, yeah, that's okay. I still see it as a special event, and I don't know that they're going to do this again because I don't think they're working the way they thought they were going. Yeah, hopefully next year is back to normal and they get the people they need, you know, to raise money and it'll be a better event because, like you said, this is costing Disney money to operate the park and they're not making the money. They're not getting the the people they want. Let's just be plenty of video because, like, they invited all those influencers who have never done this before and all of a sudden decided, Oh, I'm going to support Chuck. Yeah, I've been yeah. doing it for over 10 years. And, um, you know, you got invited to a little party and we're trying to get quick, so whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever. These Dirty, dirty. <laughs> oh. All right, so, um, yeah, it looks like this Chuck walk is a bust since they're not getting the numbers they want and they extended the day. The... Now we're just talking about the event itself. I'm not talking about, you know, the money that's going to the hospital or anything like that. Just talking about this event. It's not going the way I think Chalk and Disney wanted it to go. Right. Chalk itself is a wonderful organization that you should fully support. Right. All right. So, uh, hey, did you hear that um, Marvel is going to be a D23 Expo? Wow. <laughs> like Disney own property is going to be a D23 or crazy. I, I don't understand what, what, like, why they announced that. I, because, it, well, I told you Marvel wasn't at Comic Con last year, or the last time it happened. Right. So, I, I don't know. I think they're, I don't know. I really don't know. The Marvel booth at Comic Con, like I told you, is nothing to write home about. It was separated into, like, two, two different little areas, and they had some shirts that were, like, you know, exclusive to the con. I'm sure they'll have some uh, shirts that are exclusive to D23. Um, they always have guests. I, I guess that might be what it is. They're probably going to bring some special guests and have signings and stuff. Marvel's been in D23 before, and actually, it um, the last one we went to was kind of a cool booth. They were giving away all kinds of stuff at different times. Sunglasses and water bottles and T-shirts and, you know, just different times. They always have pieces of, um, not sets, but uh, wardrobe, like from the different movies and stuff. Yeah. So it, it's always cool. There's always something cool to see. But it's not. It doesn't operate like a, a normal booth because it's um, it's a showcase. It's a showcase booth. So I don't think there's anything they actually sell at the Marvel booth. It's more just something like kind of check out and signings and interviews and stuff like that. That's what I remember from before. Do you know what you remember? I know I got in that line a couple of times to get whatever they were giving away for free. Yeah. But I just thought it was funny how they announced that they're going to be there, but didn't really say why or what they're doing or anything like that. Maybe they feel... You, you know what I... Go ahead. I was going to say, maybe they feel like they have to say, oh, yeah, we're going to be there since, you know, we just had Comic-Con. And, oh, yeah, we will be at D23, too, so... I don't know. Yeah, well, they're making an announcement. Didn't they just announce, and I don't know anything about this. I haven't looked into it, and I'm only going to be there a day. Did they announce how the panel situation was going to work? Are we looking into that yet? 
Yeah, I think they did. I think they had they announced on the reservation system of an account in the but I don't look into it. Oh, did they announce it? I can't. Yeah, I know. That, I know that they did because I saw somebody else post about it. Somebody that I know and has his information is right. It's, it's not. It's not speculation. Like if he if he said something about it, they actually said something about it. He doesn't speculate. He's not like some of those other <laughs> bags. Yeah. So while you're thinking about that or looking it up or whatever, you know what I ended up getting? What? I ended up getting a subscription to Marvel Unlimited. Oh, so I, I saw all that. of the comic books. I saw that. Yeah. Um, it's cool, man. Like, honestly, it's really cool. I paid, I think it was, I got a special, like, a, the, like your first year subscription thing. For 60 bucks for a year, I have access to, like, 30,000 comics. Like, a back catalog. Dang. So I think the latest issues, like I think it's three months back, but I don't care because I'm reading all the Star Wars <laughs> from like 2015. But they have so much, and it's like I just read them on my iPad, and it's cool. Like I read the first appearance of Thor, which is Journey in the Mystery, I think is the name of that first comic, and I mean, not clear, <laughs> like vivid, just freaking cool. On an iPad, it reads real well. And then I started reading some um, Star Wars stuff, and then I've got some other stuff that I kind of like put in my like library like, to read this. But man, it's super cool. There's just so much there. Like, I can't even begin to say how much is there. It's a lot. But I've been really talking about that. I think it was, I told a friend of mine, I think he's going to get it too. He's like, you can read all of them. I can see that I can read all of it. Like, what do you want? Oh, the first experience of Hulk is there. The first experience of Spider-Man is there. Like, the, the, back, the entire back catalog almost. So much stuff. Yeah, it's cool. crazy. Yeah. Because I, I, like, I like comics, you know that, but, like, I don't have any room for them for the physical ones. So I was like, give me a chance to read these stories and not have to. Well, like a, like a trade paperback, one of the Star Wars ones, it's 20 bucks. Which I, that's fine, but then I I'm gonna read it once, and I'm gonna find a, I gotta put it away someplace where I can just do this and read it when I please. You know, it's like I found it to be a good deal. So it is my I recommend it to the comments. All right, so it says here Marvel is unveiling a can't a can't miss lineup of pa- uh, panel stage events, guest appearances, uh, exclusive merchandise giveaways, and more. Throughout the weekend at D23 Expos, fan, fans won't want to miss Marvel's panel and stage events uh, diving into what's next for Marvel Studios. A celebration of 60 beyond amazing years of Spider-Man and uh, exciting current look at Marvel game, games and more. Uh, just to start planning, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, well, reading that, what, what the heck else are you going to announce? Because people thought, okay, Marvel's going to make an appearance at Comic-Con. All right. They had the biggest panel of the day on Saturday, which I told you. We we covered it. We went over all the announcements. What more do you have? You know what I mean? It was a lot. All right. Well, it says here. They they, they let a lot. And and people didn't think that because they thought, oh, well, D23 is next month, so they're not going to give away everything. Guess not. Well, it says the the show floor. Fans will be able to explore the Marvel Studios Pavilion and the show floor 
uh, to experience an awesome costume display, like you said, costumes, yeah. exclusive uh-huh. <laughs> exclusive giveaways, a photo uh, activation, and other surprises. Elsewhere on the show floor, the Shop Disney booth will spotlight exciting Marvel merchandise featuring the Avengers, Spider-Man, and the Guardians of the Galaxy, along with a variety of products at retailer uh, booths during the show. Panels. Marvel Draw Live. And it's on Friday, 2 to 2.30, and Saturday, 1.30 to 2 at the D23 Expo Live stage. Um, Join Brian Crosby, Marvel's Director of Themed Entertainment, for a real-time step-by-step tutorial session on how to draw some of Marvel's most iconic heroes and villains. This one next says, Hall D23 presentation on Saturday, September 10th, 10 a.m., as previously announced, filmmakers, celebrities, talent, and surprise guests from Marvel Studios will join Lucas, Film, and other on stage in Hall D23 to showcase theatrical and Disney Plus titles, going behind the scenes of these studios' high, highly anticipated film specials and series. Attendees will uh, see exclusive exclusive footage and be among the first to learn what's in the works. Okay, so that tells me that they made all their announcements at Comic-Con, and now they're going to bring out guests at D23. And they're just going to join Lucasfilm. (laughs) Yeah. So it's going to be mostly Lucasfilm, I'm guessing. And then Marvel's going to come out and talk about things they already talked about at (laughs) Comic-Con. Yeah, but you can bring out guests. It's not a difference. Yeah. Because I don't think they really do that. Um not a whole lot at uh, Comic-Con, so we're going to take care of here. We're going to see She-Hulk watch. All right, so um, the next thing here says Marvel Comics celebrating 60 years of the amazing Spider-Man. This is on Saturday, September 10th from 2 to 3 in the back lot stage. Uh, celebrate 60 spectacular, sensational, web-slinging years of Spider-Man from his humble 1962 1962's Amazing Fantasy, number 15. Uh, he walked, crawled his way into, he walked, crawled his way international superstardom. Now, join Marvel's executive spider editor, Nick Lowe, and uh, editor-in-chief, CB something, as they team up to trace the comics history of the web head across six decades and beyond. So, they're going to have some trivia about him. And um, they're going to have some giveaways also. I'm guessing when it's over, I'm going to give you something. Those are crazy because those sound like the stuff that happens in the smaller rooms of comp Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't sound like it's something that's supposed to be in a big room. It sounds like, oh, we're going to have this, you know, celebrate this in this, you know, smaller room of the convention. Center. That's a little weird. Yeah, that's okay. why it's in the backlog stage. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's definitely not main room type stuff. Because I think they let most everything out. So I'm telling you, it's going to be good. Like the big hall is going to have um, a lot of guests. Because like I said, I don't think there was a ton of Comic-Con. Yeah, and then later on that day, those two guys are going to be signing stuff. So 
And that's all it says about Marvel. At the Marvel booth. And that, that's going to be the announcement at the Marvel booth. So-and-so is going to be signing, you know, here for like, and then everybody waits three hours to get my. Yeah. And, uh... That's coming quick, too. Yeah. I was just... I think everything else here we talked about before. We talked about the wonderful world of dreams, the Disney... Um, can't miss panel sneak peeks and all that. I talked about that last time. So that's all I got for that. Let me tell you a couple of things that I experienced that I had not done before. Um, I had never, did you know they were still doing that in Conto show? That we don't talk about or anything? No. Which one? Yeah. The projections? the projections on small world. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Have you have you ever seen that? Yes. Okay, so I never have, and I thought it was done because I thought it was just kind of after the movie, you know, hit and was real big, and I thought, oh, there's no way. That. And you don't see anything there. I had to like Google it, and it gave me showtime. Then I finally saw something. I don't even think I saw something in the app. I think I might have saw a sign there. It said something about the um, projection. So I hung around for it to see if it was going to happen. And a cast member tried to kick me out of there because the parade comes by, like, pretty much right after it. Uh-huh. And I told him, no, I'm just, I just I want to watch the projections and then I'll be out of here. Oh, okay, yeah, then, yeah, you can stand there. You just can't be there when the parade starts. No, that's fine. So I did it. And I thought they were cute. It was, it was pretty cool. And that song, you know, everybody likes that song. So I thought that was kind of cool. I, um... And then... I was going to say real quick that I, uh... The first night I told I talked about the first night it came on, and yeah, uh, they I didn't, do remember that they didn't have any show times, and the cast members were telling people show times that oh, weren't, yeah. weren't right. So anyway, um, I did watch it. I recorded it, and I tried to put it on YouTube, and I got flagged. And then like you got flagged, I got flagged. You know, copyright. I I, I literally have it on YouTube. I'm, I have oh, it. There. No, no, no. That's what I'm going to say real quick. So I put it up on YouTube. They 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 took it down. They said copyright, blah 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 blah, and then two weeks later, I see everybody else have it on there. I'm like, how does everyone else have it on there, and I can't have it on there? You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand that. I think Disney, you know, they flag crap, but I think they said, oh no, we probably shouldn't flag this because it's going to draw people to come to the park to watch it. Yeah. So, so um. I'm just checking real quick because I think I try to put it back up again. And yes, I put it back up again and it's there. Yeah, I'm just always looking to see, did I put it back up? And yeah, I did. I put it back up and I didn't get copyright on that. So yeah, it's very Yeah, well, I got a copyright claim, which just means I can't monetize this, but I don't monetize my YouTube channel anyway. Right. But um, yeah, I don't talk over it like a D-bag. Try to speculate. Oh, this is what's going to happen next. Is going on. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, I, well, that was months ago, right? Three months ago. Yeah, three months ago. I thought that would be over by now. Right. <laughs> Honestly, the thing is kind of faded. But no, we caught it. Now, like, oh man, I'm glad I watched this. I, I, I like that song. I like that movie. I thought the show was actually kind of cool. So we, we checked that out. Um, 
it's one actually, of the eatings we were there. It actually is on the app right now. I'm looking on the app. And they, they have the show times is 8 30, 10, 10 30, 11 30, and 11 45. Where is it? Uh, you just go to entertainment on the app. Oh, okay. On the actual map itself? Yeah, go on the app. Or yeah, the map, entertainment, and then hit right there by the Espanado. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I, I, but you know what? It's not under the showtime. It's not there under showtime. Yeah. But when I went there. Okay. When I went there looking for the show, you know, I was on the map, and then it wasn't on there. It didn't say crap. So, and then the cast member was like, "Oh, it happens at this time." And then that time, it's the clock on. It's a small world, and nope, no show. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. What yeah, we checked it out. I also went and checked out. Um, I think it, I went. I went like just before my birthday. I went on the Wednesday, and I went again on the Friday. Wednesday we were there, so like Wednesday night, and then Friday we were there earlier in the day. I we were still there into the night, but we got there about I don't know, like three, something like that. So because I kind of wanted to watch Tale of the Lion King because we saw it at DCA when it was there, what two three years ago, yeah, before the shutdown. So and it, they did it, you know, in front of the water with Goofy does his little show right there and it's hot there's really no shade there nope. and it was cool I mean I remember you know being like oh that's a cool show it's slightly terraced in that area so you got to see you know I mean we saw it it was that wasn't a problem but like you know it wasn't the most ideal conditions because the way they decided to have it to put it in the in the theater was much better much better I mean it was good it was a good show about 25 minutes long um, you know, I just picked the show that we wanted to see, and we got there, and there's plenty of seating all the time. So I waited like, I don't know, 10 minutes. I, I, we had a snack. <laughs> and I waited like 10, 15 minutes, you know, outside the, before they opened the, dropped the ropes for you to go in and sit down. And then the show starts pretty much right on time. Uh, it was really good. I don't see, I don't, I've been seeing reports that there's nothing, first of all, it's dark. Like some, a few times during the week. They don't do it every day. So there's a couple of times that I went early where it wasn't playing that day. Um, and then, I don't know if you know this or not, but there was a couple of times where they canceled, like two weeks worth of stuff where they canceled shows. You know what that means? Miss NH, right? The cast caught COVID. Yeah. That's what that actually means. Yeah. yeah that, and then there's nothing on the there's nothing on the schedule like after the end of this month. Yeah. Yeah, that happened when, first, when it first came out. Yeah, I, yeah. It debuted and then they canceled it, and I heard that <laughs> people got COVID. Yeah, which, you know, that's just a thing in this day and age. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know why. But it, after a certain date, it's not on the calendar anymore. So we'll just see if it's just, they just have one of these dates or if, it's, or if they're going to replace it with something else. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I really like making the magical map, too. Oh, yeah. So I, I would not be hurt if they, you know, switch it out and. Oh, we're going to do this for a little while and then go back to that. But, um, tell the line thing if they, if you can get to the park before they, um, before it's not on the schedule anymore, it's definitely worth a watch. It's, it's like a Broadway play. And it's, it's really good. It stands up there with, uh, I never did see Frozen. I never did see Frozen in the Hyperion before, um, it shut down. But I, I've seen Aladdin a couple of times, uh, 
I mean, it, it's central to that. It's that well done, you know. Just with the acting and the, the singing, everybody gets into it. It's real good. I even put that on YouTube. <laughs> like, I didn't get a copyright claim for that. I didn't get a copyright claim, but they didn't pull it. I have on, on YouTube, I have uh, like nine minutes of Frozen, I think different clips that Tim the Tech put up on there when he took these videos. So if you want to go over there, Mouse Power YouTube, and there's Frozen Live at the Hyperion. Yeah. So that same day, we also, I got to see um, Fantasmic too. I saw the 9 o'clock show. Um, I did just, I, I kind of wanted to see I, I wanted the kids to see it. So I was like, well, we get a chance. Walk over there and let's see what it actually looks like. I found a great standby area that I'll, I'll tell you where it is later, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it a secret. I'm trying to keep it a secret. I had a really good view of the show. I mean, really good view of the show. Um, and it was a standby area. Um, I started recording it, and then my phone uh, crashed. Went out of space, oh. so I didn't. I, it didn't even save it, and then like I deleted some stuff later because I was like, "Well, I got to clean up this." I need more space on my phone anyway, just for you know whatever. And then it, all of a sudden, it just popped up. So I have about seventeen minutes of a of a twenty five minute show <laughs> I recorded. Mm-hmm. So I put it on YouTube because the recording was actually really good, but I'm really bummed that I didn't finish it. So I'll have to go back one day and watch it again but no I, I do later when we talk I find a really good spot <laughs> that they allow to be um, walk up and it was a fantastic uh, I'd only waited about 10 minutes for the show for the 9 o'clock time I only waited about 10 minutes so that was pretty good that was a good night <laughs> we did that and then we wrote a bunch of the um, we did that is that the same night? I get all these that night because I've been kind of often because it was summertime. And get it going and uh, I did all the Star Wars. Run. I only waited 30 minutes, not even 30 minutes in line the other day for Rise of the Resistance. I didn't even wait 20 minutes. It said 30. I only waited not even 20. By 30 minutes, I was off the ride. Cool. Um, there's ways to do this. So I, was like, I think I texted you that and I said, lightning in my ass. Like. <laughs> If you know how to work stuff if you're there, it's, it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. You can figure it out. But I'm telling you, I go by the resistance, a ride that's almost two hours, you know, for a good chunk of the day. I didn't even wait 20 minutes a line. So, and I'm willing to wait about an hour for that line, but I caught it in 30 minutes. So, and, I, and I went to Ogas. Dude, what a night. That was a good night. I got on all three Star Wars rides, and I went to Ogas. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. I got fat time. I got that time at Oga's. Yes, that time. We went to Oga's. Uh, I didn't have a reservation. Uh, we were just kind of hanging around. We had read, we had written Rise of the Resistance. And then we're kind of hanging around um, in Galaxy's Edge. For some reason, Smuggler's Run said the app said 20 minutes, but the ride said 50 minutes. Like the standby time? There's no way I'm waiting 50 minutes for Smuggler's Run. So we're like, Oh, the fireworks just ended. Let's see if it dies down. That, that could be part, partially why. Okay. So in the meantime, I was like, well, let's try to see if we get in Ogas. It says it's like a 20-minute wait. And my brother and my kids are like, sure. So I put in for it. And I, dude, as soon as I put that we're going to join a walk-up list, I got a text that said, we're ready for you. I was like, okay. That was the past 20 minutes. So 
walked over there, checked in, waited a few minutes for us to get in. When you do that, if you do the walk-up lift, you're not going to get a table. It's always going to be a standing table or at the bar because that's how they do it. Like You have to have a reservation to sit down. If you're lucky, you can get a table when you uh, do a um, walk-up, but most of the time it's going to be a stand-up. So we stood up at the bar, and we each had some, uh, we each had a drink. Um, I, did, I didn't get an alcoholic one. Remember the fuzzy tauntaun? The one that was the foam that makes your lips on them? Yeah. They don't have it right now. Oh. Not on the menu. I asked the bartender, I'm like, do you not have the fuzzy tauntaun on the menu? <laughs> and he said, no, they hadn't had it in months. Damn. I was like, really? So they do have a couple of different drinks on that, but I didn't get anything with alcohol. I got something called a Cliff Weller, which is a pork drink. I don't remember what's in it, but it was, it was pretty good. It's a citrusy drink. My brother had some kind of tea, and then my son just had blue, blue, uh, um, blue milk. That's what he wanted. They served it. They, it's quite, the way they serve it in Ogas, you know, it's slightly different than it is um, in um, at the blue milk stand. So we had those. They, they were good. And then we decided... Let's get a half a bore sampler. Because we were kind of, we had the munchies, one snack, right? Half a bore sampler is a, here's a good one for you, Dick. Charcuterie board. Charcuterie. Charcuterie board. Yeah. So it's just, it's meats, it's some cheeses, it's uh, like some crackers. So I think the one that we had, um, it was. I think I, I thought I screenshot it. It's basically like a couple of different kinds of pork. One of them was peppered. It was really good. Some like rice chips. Some kind of uh, dried cheese. It was pretty good. Um, and then it had hummus and uh, some veggies. It was, it was actually it was really good. It was twenty one dollars. Like I'm not, I'm not a fan of that part. That's kind of expensive for what it was, but it was good. It was good. And then my daughter, I gotta to see what she got. She got something really good. Um, it was called, oh, I know what it was called. It was called Oga's Obsession. Okay, so I looked on the menu. We looked at the menu before we went in, and she, I saw something called Oga's Obsession, and I was like, hey, that actually sounds like really good. And my daughter looked at it, and she's like, ooh, can I get that? Here I am thinking it's a trick. I thought it was a drink. No, it's um, it's like Jello. <laughs> That's what it actually is. But the description is like uh, the description. You just makes it seem like a like it's a drink. I'm trying to find what's on the on the how it was described. And so I'm looking it up, and it says it's a snack provision consisting of a teal or blue gelatinous base topped with multicolored solid pieces that fizz in the mouth. Yeah, pop rocks. It's served in a clear round dish and suitable for consumption by humans or uh, other stuff. Of course, I'm looking at the description from like, Wikipedia. Uh, I'm trying to find the secret of what actually is in it on the menu. But that was really good. I would probably eat that again. Hold on, what is that? What is Ogre's Obsession? Come on, busy menu. I didn't get a menu. You know how they used to have the, the menus that they hand you? Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't seen one of those in a long time. <laughs> so apparently it's been on the menu for a while. But it, it's um, lemonade, cotton candy flavor, blueberry poppin' pearls with a burst of dried fruit mixture. Mm. I thought that was a drink. I misread that it actually said provision without alcohol, which means it was going to be food. So we got our drinks, and the bartender said, oh, give me like, you know, like less than five minutes on that food. And I'm like, oh, dude, what about the ogre's obsession? He's all, oh, that's it's food. I'm like, it is? He's like, yeah, it's like jello. And I was like, oh, okay. So you look at it, it just looks like a petri dish with this blue jello with stuff in it. And I was like, okay. So we tried it, and damn, it was good. I'm like, I would eat that again. I will eat that again. That's <laughs> how good it actually was. So that's pretty cool. And the charcuterie board, and then I had, like I said, I had a quick roller, which is citrus juice, coconut, hibiscus, granite beans, ginger ale. It's the one that has the pork mud, too, but I got it without the pork mud. And then I don't even see the tea on here. Because there's a couple different things on the menu. So if you see any of the old menus that they have on paper, they're not good anymore because they've got the different drinks. Mm. But I haven't been there for a while. Good stuff. Then we got on um, Smuggler's Run. And I asked him at the front, because it's still said 50 minutes. I'm like, okay, is it 20 minutes like the app or 50 minutes like in the board says? And she literally told me, it's more like 15 minutes. Honda can't afford to get the board fixed. And I was like, okay. So we got on. <laughs> and then got on Star Tours. So I did all the freaking uh, Disney rides, all the Star Wars rides that day, plus Ogre, which was, which was pretty cool. It went fun. The next thing I'm going to do, I got out since my birthday just passed. My parents gave me a gift card with some, you know, decent gift cards. I think I'm going to buy those, uh, those retro figures. There's like a five out of five, uh, retro Star Wars figures. I think it's like, I think the cash on it is 70 bucks, but 20% discount. And then I got a gift card, so it's going to cost me like less than 20 bucks out of pocket or something like that. I'm excited for that. On my next and maybe that visit. All right, so um, did you hear the news today about Disney Plus? That the price is going up? Yep. They, well, how much did they say? How much it was? Yeah, so they announced that they're raising the price of Disney Plus to ten ninety nine a month. That used to be seven ninety nine, so three bucks, starting December eighth. And um, says that the company is looking to restructure its pricing options, which will soon include the seven ninety nine a month um, with the ad, you know, with ads in them. So you you can pay seven ninety nine a month, and you're gonna get ads in your shows and all that crap. But if you don't hold on, want, hold on, hold on. That must so like like Netflix. Yeah. That's what Netflix is trying to do. Okay. So, yeah. So, right now... Uh, okay. So, uh, real quick, Dave. I did see that people were talking about the price increase for for Disney Plus. But every article I saw, and I hadn't read one, you gave me the price right now. Every article I saw literally said dramatic or drastic price increase. <laughs> $3 a month. I think $3 a month is dramatic because usually you see a dollar increase. So. Yes. And I guess that's like $36 a month, I guess, or a year. Something I guess. But. So they're just going straight $3 increase for Disney Plus. 
Um, so, yeah. So, the seven ninety nine uh, a month will be with the ads at supported tier. It says Disney's also raising the price on its Hulu subscription. The ad free tier will jump from twelve ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine, while the ad supported version will cost seven ninety nine a month, up from six ninety nine. The new pricing on that will go into effect October 10th. Uh, a price hike for the unbundled ESPN Plus streaming was announced in July, taking the monthly price from $6.99 to $9.99. Um, let's see. So, we got the Disney Bundle. It says Disney... Disney uh, Basic, uh, this is the uh, Disney Plus, this is the Basic, I guess I was calling it, with ads, and Hulu Plus is nine ninety nine. The Basic with ads, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus is twelve ninety nine. And then this says Legacy, Disney Plus, no ads, Hulu with ads, ESPN Plus with ads, fourteen ninety nine. And then this is the premium Disney Plus no ads Hulu and ESPN. Uh, well, it says Hulu with no ads ESPN Plus with ads is nineteen ninety nine. Those are the bundle plans. That's um okay. Yeah, that's um so um confusing, but whatever. Well, because they got bundles that some of them have ads and some of them don't. Right. That's how weird. But um, I'm not mad. Like the amount of content that's on it, that's a lot. A lot of content that's there, and they're adding stuff. Right? Isn't Disney going to be adding stuff over from one of their other services? Or was it Hulu? There, stuff like right now they were talking about. Oh, they're going to bring some R-rated stuff over to to Disney Plus. Yeah, that was a. Uh... What do you call it? That one movie? I forgot right now. Um, Price includes affected bundle plans as well. Users with ad-free Disney. I just went through that. So, this is the the users with the ad-free Disney Plus subscription along with the ad-supported from Hulu plan and ESPN Plus will increase from $13.99 and $14.99. So, I think that's me right there. I think I'm going to $14.99. Um, I'll figure that one out to the new We'll see. Yeah. I think I still have a while. Yeah, that's whatever, you know. <laughs> um, just gonna... I'm not worried about it. I, I watch it a lot, so. As long as they're going to keep putting out Star Wars stuff, I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just skimming through this article real quick. Talking about Disney... Earnings, blah 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 blah. Forecasts, I don't care, cause I ain't making no money. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's about it. Those uh, rates went up to what I said, and if you don't, if you didn't hear my prices, well, just Google it. <laughs> that's what I did. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Disney Plus. We got a trailer. We got a couple of trailers. 
Let me find my trailers. Oh, here they are. So the first trailer, speaking of Star Wars, is for Andor. From the Empire? You just walk in like you belong. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Ander. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. I'm asking is this. Wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? I need all the heroes I can get. For the greater good. Call it what you will. Let's call it war. It's fermenting out there, son. You're in my net. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just been hiding for too long. As long as everyone thinks I'm an irritation. There's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing. So there's Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, so Andor's gonna premiere on September twenty first with three episodes. Did you hear that? Yeah, because they delayed it three weeks and just decided to give us some extra episodes. <laughs> I didn't know that. So you didn't keep me up to date on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to come out the thirty first. Oh. So they delayed it three weeks and then instead of two episodes, uh, they're gonna give us three oh. on drop. I guess that's the next conservation part. Yeah. I'm just going to be mad because they're going to be like, watch that 40 minutes. <laughs> they're like, I'm full hour. They're going to be like 40 minute episode. <laughs> Whatever. I'm excited about it. And it should all wrap up before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I'm excited about that. That's one of the shows, of course. I'm going to like, okay, it's the 21st. I'm going to watch it. Unlike I still haven't seen uh, Miss Marvel. <laughs> yeah. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll try. You know, there's. Yeah, I can read her comics now, too. <laughs> they have a Marvel Unlimited. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, we have another uh, trailer, and this is um, from uh, Disney and Pixar. This is uh, guess what? Lightning and Mater are back in a new original series. It's called Cars on the Road. 
Hey, Mater, want a race? Uh, well... Come on! <laughs> Look at you, all charged up to race. But I don't have a chance against... No! Come on, Lightning! Hey, buddy, just letting you know I'm gonna be gone because I'm heading back east to go to my sister's wedding. Wait a minute. You have a sister? Whoa! Goggles of mine, man. It must be ages since you've seen her. What if I go with you? Really? Let's make it a road trip. There's thousands of things to see. With just the tiniest little taste of death. Oh, dear mother. I'm guessing this is the beginning of something great. You got that right. <laughs> We're wandering. This is so cool. Make new friends. Hey, where are you guys headed? I gotta rinse off this old baggage. Ah. Whoa! Look at you! What about me? Can't mess with perfection. I spy with my little eye. Two quackity kitty cars. Points for pageantry. This is not what I expected. Whoa! All the bumps along the road. That's what makes life worth living. Look, you picked the last stop. World's largest tire maze. McQueen! Mater! McQueen! Mater! McQueen! Parents, streamed on Disney+. Plus. Oh, there you go. Mater has a sister. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Pixar or Disney and Pixar's cards on the road will stream, of course, on Disney+. Plus. Oh, guess what? I forgot all about Ooh. this. It's Disney Plus Day, September 8th. This is when this uh, premieres. Hey, maybe we'll be able to go to the park one day. Mm, we'll <laughs> talk about that next. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, isn't that when D23 starts? Or does it start the Friday? It starts on Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. The okay, so that's the day after. Yeah, so um, there you go. Disney Plus Day, September 8th. And that will be the day that you can check out Cars on the Road. Now, when um, when Lightning asked he, he, if he can go to the wedding, did that remind you of um, Wedding Crashers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first thing. I just kept thinking, he did what in the step? He what in the step? That's probably yeah. the best line ever. <laughs> yeah. He did what in the step? Oh, okay. So, just checking things. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's on Thursday. Disney Plus Day, September 8th. Um, maybe there'll be other things announced for Disney Plus Day. We don't know about... Um, we're still up in the air about um, past renewals. Yeah. Is it August 25th is the first one that expires the first day? Uh, 25th? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's 25th. Yeah, so uh, still have no word on past renewals. 
I still think we're going to hear something soon. I th- I don't know. I mean, we we have to hear something soon. They're just uh Yeah, I, like they're not going to give them up. You know, everybody's I don't want to talk about this cuz I need to go to bed. Hmm. But um everybody's up in arms today over what was said in the, you know, quarterly earnings meeting. And the the if you read it, you read the text they're reading it wrong. That's not what that meant. Basically, it just boils down to the fact that they don't think they have enough gay people going. Revenues are up, but they don't think they have enough people that are going dating. Um, so everybody tried to say, well, you're blaming us. Yeah, no, that's not what they're doing. Like, Disney knows they need you because you, you keep spending money when things get a little tight for them. You're still spending money. So they know that. So they're going to do it. Like, they're just, or trying to control it. I don't know, just trying to find a way to control it a little more. It's, and then, you know, it's got nothing to do, it does, but it doesn't have to do with the lawsuit. That's that's stupid to say. It's, oh, simply the lawsuit, because there was no way the lawsuit was going to get settled in a few months. That's going to take years. Right. And it doesn't even mean that they're going to change anything. It just means that a judge had actually said, you know what, there is reasonable doubt as to what this actually means. I'm going to let this proceed. That's all he said. There's no way saying Disney even did anything. It's just like there's a reasonable assumption to think that there could be something here, so it needs to go to the next step. That's it. That's it. Anything else you hear is complete garbage from somebody trying to get money from them. So, and it ain't me. I'm not getting anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will hear something soon. Probably see a price increase. I don't think they're going to get rid of the reservation system. Because they can control they control staff in that way, and you know, change the terms, and you know, probably a small price increase. Every price increase we've seen hasn't been like that. Like people are thinking, "Oh, give me two thousand dollars." No, it isn't. Have you ever seen a price increase that drastic? Most of it is what a hundred dollars. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I was. What I wanted to say is that. Um, I did hear that they do want to get rid of the reservation thing. I don't I think see, that was always the plan eventually. Well, from what I heard, it's, they were going to do that next year. But I don't know. You know, next year would be after Christmas, you know, after Christmas season's over. But I don't know. That's just what I heard. You put them in a spot because if they know they want to get rid of the reservation system, it's kind of weird because it's like, because they sold them for so long. Like, remember how they did the, um, how I was grandfathered into the signature, not the signature plus. Um, well, it's the one before signature plus. Premium? Is that what it was? Uh, Yeah. Get the premium. Yeah, and the- I was kind of grandfathered into that, so I was still getting benefits from one while everybody else still paying this new one. So there's a gap. So if you created a reservation system, how do you get rid of it all of a sudden, especially when you're going to have renewal? It's like new. It's like, okay, we're, we got all these, a bunch of classes are up for renewal because a bunch of people bought them on that first day. How do we, how do you phase it out? That's what's kind of weird. It's like, how do you actually phase it out? Because, if you change terms on a on a thing, 
well, you still got a bunch of people who are still technically under the old terms because they're still under that contract. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, how do you end up? I don't understand how you end up phasing it out. Like, they could say, okay, with these new ones, with these new renewals, you now have this new contract. Do you dare say that you don't have a reservation system? And these other ones do because it's technically still under that contract? Or do you just go by the year at the beginning of January 1st, 2023, reservations are done. And no one has to go through it. It's kind of weird how you do that. Cause it, like, there's always going to be an overlap. Right, right. You're technically reaching contracts if you, know, you do something for one group and not for the other. It's kind of weird. Okay. I see what you're talking about. Because host B is a uh, overlap because <laughs> he got this passed later. Because he got it later, so he still got months on it. Right, right. You, you know what I mean? So, like, if, if you tell me, oh, you can renew, and with your renewal, you don't have reservation dates, well, that's not for him. You know, and that raises a whole new goal. Well, what about me? You know, kind of crap. Well, you're still taking the end of the terms of your contract. Because your contract's not up yet. So, I don't know. That, I think, I don't know if that's an, I know nothing. I just, you know, I guess I'm speculating, like I said, I wouldn't do, but <laughs> I'm just having a discussion. I'm not trying to make money off this. I'm just saying. There's something to think about. Right. Yeah, I, know, I literally know nothing. Well, I don't know nothing either. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Like literally, I'm pretty stupid. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it is August 11th, and um, 25th is when the very first passes uh, expire. That's when the passes went on sale. Because, you know, there was a lot of people there in the first day getting passed. Even though uh, passes don't expire until the day you use them, then the year after that. But we know people got their passes on the twenty fifth. They're there the first day. They try to make a reservation right away. Yeah, right. So those people, their pass expires on the twenty fifth. We haven't heard anything yet. So um, we're just have to wait and see. I'm sure we'll hear something within um, before the twenty fifth. See what happens then. I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just like in the whatever land. What happens, happens, and I need to get to the park before my uh, pass expires and I still can get reservations. <laughs> yeah, there's literally nothing you can do. I mean, I don't think they're going to take it away, but it's not. it wouldn't be crazy for them to think, oh, we're just going to introduce this later. They just said summer. They didn't say by the 25th. You just assumed by the 25th because that's when they expire. Right. But got yeah, news for you. Summer actually goes until, you know, middle of September. So there could very well be a gap of, like, these expired. Yes, we're going to let you do something, but not right now. <laughs> oh, God. There's a lot of angry people. Oh, yeah. But there always is. So yeah. I'm hoping they get angry enough that they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Hoping you get, you get so angry you don't know. It's better for me. <laughs> Oh, well. All right, man. All right, so let's go ahead and close this out. Um, when are you going to the park before your pass expires? Um, next Saturday, the 20th is the next time. And probably last time, I'm going to go to the park. No, I'm pretty sure we'll hear something, but that's the last one I have scheduled. Okay. Uh, just because um, my pass expires the week after that, and then I just started back to work again. You know, softball could start up soon, so got to see what the schedule is for that before I can start scheduling more dates even with the renewal. So we'll figure it out. I'll be there. I'll take 
working in the Christmas stuff as much as I can. I'm at home stuff as much as I can. I'm going out as much as we can. I, just, I won't be going probably every week anymore like I did in the summertime, but probably every couple of weeks. If you get a pass. <laughs> if I get a pass. Well, yeah, if, if I get a pass, it means that they're going to sell it because I don't think there's any chance that if they offer the renewal that I've even if it's the price increase, but I wouldn't get it because I definitely get my money worth out of it. I go enough that it's like it pays for itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. All right. It's going to do it for this episode of the Nozpire Podcast. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, um, Finding Nemo is open. <laughs> uh, Pirates of the Caribbean's open. You can go over there and check out with Jack. Yeah, with they, Jack. I heard Jack is still around. So wow. you can go oh, I saw him actually when I got on that ride. I saw him. Oh, there you go. See, we have proof. <laughs> yeah, the the, the uh, lady chasing the pirate with the food wasn't working, but Jack was working. <laughs> well, there you go. You can go check out Nemo. Check out Jack, and uh, stay cool in the water because they're water rides. It was the sardine can for Nemo, but still. All right, so... Yeah, uh, not, not on the Nemo ride. Don't get wet on the Nemo ride. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, don't... <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys go check out the new Nemo ride with the new uh, things they have inside. Dan's going to wait probably till next year or whenever he gets the pass gift because he's not waiting 50 minutes to ride in submarine. <laughs> yeah. Not let COVID go... Uh... <laughs> All right, so, uh, May, don't forget, uh, you can uh, join the NPC, be a part of the Mousepire crew. Uh, head over to anchor.fm forward slash Mousepire podcast. You can record a message over there, just like Dan does when he's not here. And mm-hmm. what else goes on? You can always email mousepiregmail.com if you have any uh, questions or anything like that. We don't get emails anymore. I don't know what's going on. People forgot how to email or something. All right. So, um, yeah. Hey, don't forget to follow us on Mouse Pot- Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitters, YouTube, Snappies, TikToks. Head over to patri- patreon.com forward slash mousepire. Help support the podcast. And ggpcloning.com. There you go. All those dot coms. And, uh, yeah. And you can follow Dan over at Dan's Disney Adventures, right? Yes, I Dan's Disney Adventures on Instagram and Dan's 77 on TikTok. D-A-N-S-V-I-G-77. Put up some cool stuff recently, so check it out. All right. All right, so for Pat Carroll, Michelle Nick- Nicholas, Bill Russell, Olivia Newton-John, Roger Mosley, and the great Vince Scully, I'm Diggs. I'm Dan. Bye. Bye. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com.